Welcome to another edition of Alternative News. You are listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 on the AM dial, streaming live on 3cr.org.au or on 3CR Digital in Melbourne. I'm Romina Betsin. I've been Zachary Doney. From the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament. In today's program, we will speak about the Queen's Birthday Awards, US bases, redirect military spending, population ageing research, Chinese diaspora organisation, Chi Hua, and Black Lives Matter. The Queen's Birthday Awards. The Queen's Birthday Awards have become a complete farce when the Australians' racist denial, like Tony Abbott being awarded a Queen's Birthday Medal by a non-Indigenous independent panel for his service to Indigenous affairs. While for most observers the irony is obvious, the others have declared the right of past Prime Ministers to be awarded for their public service. Many may say, well, it is an honourable argument, but one could also argue that the former Prime Ministers Kevin Rudd and Julia Gillard should also be recognised before Abbott. In fact, they preceded him in office. However, no undeserving Prime Ministers, such as Tony Abbott, should be awarded any award, in my opinion. U.S. bases. The U.S. maintains more than 800 military bases outside its own borders, all of which are crucial for continuing the empire's domination on global politics and economics. The U.S. is currently providing material and logistical support to Saudi Arabia's military intervention in Yemen. The Yemeni population has been devastated by this ruthless conflict. Over 20 million Yemenis are suffering from malnutrition as their entire country is effectively under siege. As many as 100,000 Yemenis' children have died of starvation. Some have criticized the war as an act of genocide. U.S. police brutality at home and U.S. military brutality abroad are two sides of the same coin. Systematic racism and violence against people of color must stop. Should the protests succeed, one would hope it would, in putting a stop to police brutality against people of color in the U.S., this momentum must then be directed towards solving the broader problem of U.S. imperialist violence. Only the abolition of the U.S. as a global military empire will bring true justice for the oppressed peoples of the world. And this change must be led by Americans themselves. We must remember that the first peoples of this land have suffered racism, persecution, abuse, and inequality since this land was colonized over 200 years ago. Since the 1987 Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody, over 420 Aboriginal people have died in our prisons. It is time to put an end to racism and the persecution and injustices here in Australia as well. Redirect military spending. 
The United Nations call for a worldwide ceasefire means little unless foreign military forces are sent back to their home countries. There has been calls on the Australian government to bring home our military forces from the Middle East, Afghanistan and the Philippines and to close the Pine Gap function that supports U.S. drone warfare. The hundreds of billions of our tax dollars are used to buy military equipment, mostly to support the U.S. military around the world. Instead, huge expenditure is urgently needed here in Australia for health and medical services and to address the climate crisis. Australia's immediate priorities should be providing support for millions of people facing unemployment, homelessness and poverty during the coronavirus rather than supporting unjust US-led wars. Many in the peace movement, including CICD, condemn the Morrison government's continued support of the arms industry. The Morrison government is continuing to invest in Australian defence industries to ensure they are in a strong place to deliver new innovations in the post-COVID-19 era. In view of the many requests from world leaders to refrain from conflict during the virus pandemic, the Australian government should refrain from selling weapons to Saudi Arabia, Bahrain and Israel. In this time of COVID-19, it is important that Australia makes every effort to facilitate a ceasefire in the troubled Middle East, rather than earning approval for ruthlessly pursuing profits at the risk of many thousands of people's health. Worldwide figures released by the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute has indicated that the world's military expenditure for 2019 has gone up by 3.6%, the largest annual increase in a decade. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, there were not enough medical supplies to deal with the crisis, yet there were plenty of submarines, warships, arms and guns. It's time for Australia to reduce military spending and redirect much-needed funding to social services. Australia is also preparing forcefully for war, primarily for fighting alongside the U.S. armed forces. Stockholm International Peace Research Institute estimate of Australia's military spending for 2019 is $25.9 billion, 2.1% higher than in 2018 and 23% higher than 2010. Governments to embark on a weapons-led recovery after the virus. The arms produces a think tank Australian Strategic Policy Institute is pursuing the government into increasing its annual military spending from 2% to 3.2% of GDP. This is a bad idea. Big military spending is wrong on all grounds, such as security, economic, environmental and justice. Already Australia has contributed to expanding the misery of war in the Middle East by supplying Saudi Arabia with weapons that can be used in the war in Yemen.
But on top of that, their government is supporting weapons producers with a subsidy fund of $3.8 billion. In media news, Chinese diaspora organization Chiao Collective, a media organization challenging imperialism, has been restored to their Twitter account after a suspension. Xiao Collective was suspended from Twitter last Saturday, the 6th of June, after a mass reporting campaign by groups affiliated with the localist Hong Kong protest movement, a movement discussed here on Alternative News in prior episodes. Xiao Collective, that's Q-I-A-O Collective, is an important voice of Chinese diaspora and a good education source for leftists in the West. Back to you, Romina. Thank you, Zach. Population Aging Research Population Aging Research done by the University of New South Wales was published on 25th May 2020. The new research shows the poorest Australians are twice as likely to die before age 75 as the richest, and the gap is widening. People living in socially disadvantaged areas and outside major cities are much more likely to die prematurely. The study shows this gap has widened significantly in recent years, largely because premature death rates among the least advantaged Australians have stopped improving. There is nothing new about finding that disadvantaged people have higher death rates than more advantaged people. Three of the explanations given for the existence of health inequalities and social inequalities more generally shows different worldviews, such as a belief that it is God's will that some people are poor and sick might focus a person's response on resigned acceptance of the situation or prayer to ask for God's uh, intervention or charity to relieve the worst of someone's suffering or a belief that poor health results from unhealthy personal behaviours, for example, smoking, excess alcohol intake, poor diet, inactivity or individual ignorance or irresponsibility might lead to individuals and groups being blamed for their ill health. Or, perhaps, the fundamental causes of social and health inequalities are to be found not in God's will or personal healthy or unhealthy behaviours, but in the structure and functioning of society at large. We may need to look at inequalities such as opposition to an increase in the minimum wage, Aboriginal debts in custody, recognition of the illegality of robot debt, Rio Tinto legally blowing up a 46,000-year-old Aboriginal cave residence, casual workers, temporary visa holders and non-private university employees excluded from JobKeeper, the inequality of resources and facilities between public and private schools. All of these examples are way beyond the capacity of any individual or group to correct. Responses to blames such as these require community support action to change the way society is structured. The way society is structured is the main creator of privilege and disadvantage. It's obvious 
why the health inequalities revealed in the research are not new, and why similar results would be found in most wealthy nations. Governments have simply not seen prepared to tackle the task of eliminating preventable inequalities in society. Some have mended around the edges of inequalities, and some have had a little success, but none has been serious about changing social structures and power relationship. To home now. Black Lives Matter protests continue around Australia after last weekend's Stop Black Deaths in Custody protests. Long Bay Prison in Sydney was tear gassed after a Black Lives Matter demonstration. Sydney had a Black Lives Matter protest in solidarity with Long Bay on Friday. Protesters are facing harsher responses from the authorities, tear gas in the prisons and pepper spray in the train stations, and are being stamped with illegality. This brings me with some chagrin to an appeal for support for this radio station, 3CR. Please donate. You can do so at 3cr.org.au and put your favourite show down too. There is a huge push for donations to Indigenous Lives causes. These causes are highly important. The Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament supports these causes, as does 3CR. On the alternative news page on 3CR, I will include a list of Indigenous lives, land and labour causes, which I encourage you to give to. I understand this is a rough time for heaps of us, and my apologies if this is one request too many. Statements in support of the Black Lives Matter cause have come in from around the world. China, Cuba, Venezuela and Iran have all issued statements in support of Black Lives Matter. The issue of systemic racism is a very real one with real outcomes for the oppressed peoples of the world. Among these people are the Indigenous people of Australia. Since the 1991 Royal Commission into Deaths in Custody, there have been 432 further deaths, resulting in zero convictions. The abuse is real and is a problem and it must end. Black Lives Matter. You have been listening to Alternative News on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. I've been Zachary Doney. I'm Romina Betsin. For the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament. One more quick reminder that it is Radiothon. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for another issue of Concrete Gang from the CFMEU coming up next. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.